Otherwise, with Shadow Twala, see the world from a woman's point of view. A very good day to you, Mzansi. Welcome to Otherwise Talking Women on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala. The show is produced by Hazel Makuzeni, and our technical producer for today is Luanda Mafian. Our contact details are 0892-102010, email otherwise at safm.co.za, tweets at SAFM Radio, or at Shadow Twala. If you want to take charge of the direction of your career, then tune in as I speak with Busisiwe Tlatwayo, transformational coach and MD of Launchpad, who's going to give us six things you can do to move your career forward this year. And then we get some wisdom from businesswoman extraordinaire Riva Foreman. And finally, we hear about a shoe brand that brings Spain and South Africa together from its founders, Riska Isaacs and Patricia Terry. But first... Chew on these wise words, the lunch bite on SAFM. I found some quotes on success, especially in business. And one from Tom Peters says, All business success rests on something labeled a sale, which at least momentarily weds company and customer. And then an unknown quote says, Success isn't just about what you accomplish in your life. It's about what you do, to ins- it's, it's about what you inspire others to do. Unknown. What was that sound? Was it a life support machine in an ICU ward? Was it a car reversing in order for the driver to take another look at a woman he thought he recognized from a bizarre circus act of the night before? Or was it the birth of a new type of robot, one that will threaten the very survival of humankind? This time, you decide. It's your story. The award-winning SAFM Playwriting Competition is back. SAFM invites all writers to explore the medium of sound, the theater of the mind, and to create a one-hour radio play in English. Get writing now and submit your play before the 29th of February, 2016, for a chance to win one of three large cash prizes. For more information, visit safm.co.za. 107.1, the home of SAFM in Seapoint. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My guest is Busisio Sachwayo, who is um, a, a transformational coach, NLP life coach, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, and negative emotional therapy practitioner. Hello, Busisio. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Mam Shadja. I'm very excited to speak to you. Well, I'm very excited because I'm going <laughs> to learn something from you today. Yes, I hope so. Tell me about neuro-linguistic programming. Oh, it's a it's a program. It's a transformation programming that speaks to the consciousness part of our being. Um, we think a lot of time we, we, we go to the conscious, you know, what you should read, what attitude you should have. Mm-hmm. But NLP says that a lot of what we do and a lot of how we interpret life and how we look at life is based on our, con- our subconscious, which is our memories, our beliefs, our experiences, our history. So that kind of filters what we are able to do or what we are able to recognize. We, we always use that example of a car. When you want a certain car, you start seeing it everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, which, which is how our consciousness, filled, our subconscious filters, it filters life 
based on what is important to us, which is based on our history, our beliefs, our thinking, and, and, and how we view life. So that's where the key lies really for um, a, a good life or a good career or being able to achieve whatever we want. Yes, as as much as we need to do the conscious, as I said, studying and all that, which is also very important. But what really impacts on the change is the subconscious. So that's why in our coaching, we do both the conscious and the subconscious. So we do certain therapies that assist you to 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 be able to to marry the conscious and the subconscious. For an example, we have a program that is called um, internal conflict reconciliation, internal conflict therapy, mm-hmm. where we go in into your subconscious and try to find out what it is that is um, that is hindering you and trying to marry those two voices. You know, you got you get this voice that says <laughs> go for it, and the other one that says no, you shouldn't, you you starve, you know, all that. So we, we 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 do that therapy to try and marry those voices. And it's so interesting that when you do that, you realize that actually both those voices love you and they want you to go forward. Why the other do one I, just wants, Excuse me. Why do I have those two voices? Why can't I just have one? The one, the other one is the one that pushes you forward, you know, that makes you go for it. But the other one is actually saying that you should be careful. Think about what could go wrong and have a plan in terms of what you could do if it goes wrong. So it's not, it's not, the aim is actually not to pull you back, but it's, it's saying that there are other things that you need to look at. Have a plan, you know. Think about what could go wrong and put and put something in place. But we tend to misinterpret it or, or just listen to the fear and, and hold back. So a lot of us, especially being today being a Monday, you know, there's that voice that says, Oh, I have to go back to that office again. Yeah. I, I you know, I I'm not looking forward to my job and the other one reminds you, Oh, listen, you you, you know, you asked for that job and you're gonna get paid eventually, so that gets you going, you know. Yeah. But yeah. but does that mean I'm in a wrong job when I, I'm just dragging my feet and I don't feel like being there, don't feel like pitching up? And is it good for me just to go in because of the check at the end of the month? Well, that's that's what coaching is about. In, in when when you when you are there, when you're in that space where you are stuck and you're not sure and you're unhappy, that's what coaching helps you with. Because we go, we work with you in terms of trying to find out what is it that is stopping you. And it's so interesting. Like coaching is so inspiring because we ask you very important questions that goes into the deep. Sometimes people don't like their job because. They, they are, they are, it's, it's not part of their vision, not part of who they are born to do. And we actually help you to find that out. Sometimes you, you, you get bored with your job because you are not, you're not being, um, it's not exciting anymore. And sometimes the excitement, you don't need to find it in your job. Maybe you can find it in your personal life. But when you go through coaching, when you go through that empower, those empowering questions, you get to find out what is the gist of the matter. And then we start working on it using NLP and using practical steps in terms of goals that you, you, you can set and go out to do to, to get that excitement back into your life. You said because it's not part of your vision, but you shouldn't be doing anything that's not part of your vision. Or should you then uh, start somewhere with the goal at hand and thinking, you know, I'm taking baby steps, but eventually I'll get there. I'm 
don't necessarily need to love what I'm doing now, oh. but it's it, it's it's a step to get me to my ultimate goal. That that is the that's the trick. That's the trick, Sarah. And 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 a lot of people struggle with that. For an example, if I am working in as an accountant, and I can speak for myself, I worked as an accountant. I worked as a risk manager and I was quite good at it but I knew that my 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 passion is helping people mm-hmm. find their passion find that that thing that makes life worth that that makes life exciting again mm-hmm. learn something about their lives but what I did is that when I went through coaching it made me realize okay this is what I want to do I started setting goals. Yes, there were times when I, I I slept on it, but it has always been this goal in my mind. Then I started slowly getting the qualification, the coaching qualification, then registering the company. You know, So it's about knowing what you're aiming for, and a lot of people don't even know what it is that they want to do, and that's how we help people through coaching, is actually finding out what that thing is and start, and take, and start taking baby steps in, in going towards that, and you find that it starts inject, injecting excitement back into the other areas of your life. Even when you're doing your job, you know, okay, this is the next five years, but after five years, I'm, I'm going to be where I'm going. So it gives you more excitement about what you're doing. So, so if, if you, yeah, in a career that you studied for and you, you know, you're doing the right thing, um, does it mean you're stuck if you don't, uh, if you don't yearn for more, you know, uh, because sometimes people, you know, are quite happy where they are and doing, they don't want any change at all. Does it mean they're bored? Does it mean they are, they've gone stagnant and there's something wrong? Should you be moving on all the time? I think really what's, there's nothing wrong with being content with your life. And that's what we want people to be, to, to find contentment in your life. Mm-hmm. But I think what excites people, what keeps people there is, is progress, you know. You want to see progress in your life. If you probably the ultimate, you are CEO of a company that you've always wanted to work for, but you need to see progress. You need to see your children growing, for an example. You need to be learning new things. So it, it, it's not necessarily that everybody who is working is unhappy. Some people really love their jobs. Mm-hmm. Some people really are, are where they really want to be. But it, it, it's the the, 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 the purpose and the excitement of life is progress, whether it's small progress, whether it's small steps. But when you are learning something, when you're becoming more, that's when you, you continue and this process of living. And you, you're not aging as in, as in going back, but you're going forward and you're growing. Do you know, I've, I've, just, I've, I've just experienced people who've been working in my building for about 30, 40 years, doing the exact yeah. same thing every day. And yeah. they, they seem to be very happy because, you know, it, it, it's what they, they were happy to have a job, you know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I, 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 I just wonder how, you know, they, they could have advanced themselves yeah. themselves within that job. Yeah. Uh, was it just just to learn to do it better? Was it just to learn to do it in a shorter space of time? Was it just to, because I think that's what the little things that you're saying one can do to, to, to see the progress. Yeah, it's very interesting how we can back ourselves in the corner by listening to the voice that says, you know, you are working, you, you, you are better than other people who are not working. How are you going to pay the bills? And you speak yourself into that corner until you feel satisfied 
with that. Mm. Well, the other thing that we talk about is living life well, you know, not postponing happiness to another day, finding the stuff that makes your life well, because you can be successful and be achieving, but you're not living well. You, mm. You're not enjoying your life. You're not filling your life with the richness of being, of relationships, of, of hobbies, of travel, of learning. So it's, it's, it's really not just about your career, but it's about having that, that richness throughout every area of your life. So it, it, we really can back ourselves in the corner and convince ourselves that we are fine. And it's so interesting when I speak to my coaching clients and, and when we come up with the solution and they're like, but, but you didn't tell me anything. I had all these things in my mind and these things that are stopping me are nothing. Now I feel like I can conquer the world just with one conversation. So it's very interesting how we block these things, how we sabotage ourselves, how we muddle things up in our minds and are not able to see, you know, what we can do when it's really in front of our eyes sometimes. So, Busisio, what are those six things that we can do to move our careers forward this year? Um, this is based on a, on, a, on a presentation that was done by Jim Rohn. I've just discovered him, and I find him so, so wise. Mm-hmm. The first thing that he says, he says, it's what you know. You know, what you know builds your credibility. These are the stuff that build your credibility. For example, your, your qualifications, industry knowledge, knowledge about your company. You know, there are people who are just there. They are administrators. I, 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 I just answer the phone and I send it through to so-and-so. They don't know the policies of the company. They don't know anything else but just their immediate job, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that can really hinder your, 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 your progress. You need to, uh, to cultivate, you know, that spirit of, of, What's the word of curiosity that we used to have as children where you're just trying to find out how this works, what is this? Mm-hmm. So, so it's that thing, it's that trying to know. And the other thing is, is the books that you read, you know, the book that you won't read will not help you. So whatever is in there that could have helped you cannot help you. You know, what you don't know can hurt you. It's not true that what you don't know cannot hurt you. And what books do for you is that they refine your thinking, they refine your perceptions. You become more than you become more proactive. If I can tell my story quickly, I was I was I, when I started my 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 working life. The first three years was just so average. You know, I was just pushing through the work. And and I read, and someone said to me, you know, you should not just, I'm very religious, and they used to say, you should not just read religious books, but read other books. Mm-hmm. And I started reading, and I got this one book, and it said, change your, it talked about changing your, your, your salary, in doubling your salary in 90 days. And literally in 90 days, I was in another company. And it changed the way I looked at my job. I mean, in the company that I left, I worked there eight years, and I was in four positions. So in every two years, I was making progress. And that's how a book can change your life. So it's about wow. reading, it's about increasing your perception. You know? So number one is what you know. Huh? What you know, yes. Mm-hmm. And the second one is how you feel, your attitude about things, your attitude about life. You always say that your, your attitude determines your altitude. But it doesn't help to have a good attitude when you don't know. So... Mm-hmm. You can be motivated but empty, and it's not going to help you. So you need to start with the knowledge, getting the knowledge. So 
So good attitude without content, as I said, and, and a refined perception won't get you far. You might be the guy that, that, that everybody says, oh, so-and-so is so nice, is so nice. But when we think of promotions, we don't think about you because you just don't have the credibility. You know? You're just a nice guy. He's just a nice guy, you know, and you're the kind of nice guy that finishes last, not the nice guy that finishes first because there are nice guys who finish first you know <laughs> so what is attitude is how you feel about your past you know people beat themselves out about their past you you cannot let your past beat you up you need to learn from it get the lesson from it and move on and leave it you know the future is is is, is a clean slate you can start afresh anytime in any day Wow. It's about how you feel about your present. How do you feel about others? You know, some people say they straight talk, they, they speak, they are straight talk, but they're actually rude. How do you feel about other people? How do you treat other people? And it's also how you feel about your future. Just as I said, a future is a clean slate that you can start afresh. Any day so and any time. Any day, mm. you know? So yeah. your third so one, I don't want us to run out of time. Okay. So our third so one? Third one is reviewing your results. You know, uh, uh, numbers. You know, numbers are very important. You need to be making progress. What I used to do when I was still in corporate, I would have two-year goals. So every two years, I felt I must be moving. So if the third year ends and I haven't moved, then there's a problem. Then I go back. Is it my attitude? Is it what I know? Should I learn more about the company? Should mm-hmm. I get a new qualification? So it's it's about continuously reviewing your results. What motivates us, as I said before, is progress. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the, fifth, the, the fourth fifth one. one of, fourth one. The fourth one is said it's reviewing your results. Oh. No, the third actually the reviewing your results is the fourth one. The third one is what you do. Actions is the name of the game. You know, you can have the best attitude. You can have all the knowledge, but if you don't act, it's not going to help you. Some people have the best ideas. Some people have the best dreams, but they would not act against it. And you need to find out what is stopping you. You need to keep acting. You need to to make that phone call. You know, take that course, whatever you need to do. So you need to act. And then once you've acted and once you have a good attitude and you have the knowledge, then you continuously review the results. The results will tell you what is wrong. Is it the doing? Is it the thinking? Or is it the feeling? You okay. Know? And then the five, fifth one I've already touched on, the living well, not postponing happiness to, to another day. Having a good attitude. Having hobbies, you know. Be active. Find something that you love that probably doesn't need a lot of money. And some people live in Cape Town, in the, in the, in the coastal regions. They're very lucky. You can just go to the coast and get that, go to the beach and get that revival. You can run, you can read a book, read better, you know, you can spend time with family, spend time with, with friends. Get into 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 network groups, Toastmasters. I don't know, but mm-hmm. find ways to make your life richer. Your spirituality is very important here to give you that peace and that contentment. Whatever you believe in, you no, know? believing in in God and whoever is your higher power, and asking them to help you to have that richness of life. Mm. And the last one is 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 get it, get a coach and or a mentor. You need that. Because what, what, what a mentor does for you is that they, they are trailblazers. They walk before you. So they know the inklings. They know what needs to be done. They can give you their story about what they were able to make, to, to, how they were able to make it, 
what a coach does for you is that they help you root out what are the issues, what do I want to do, what is hindering me, what goals can I set, what things, what, what do I need to sort out so that I can move forward. They keep you accountable. It's that space where you can... You, you, you have a, a, a sounding board for your ideas. You have a sounding board for what you think you need to do because we really model things up in our minds. And it's always so interesting after a coaching session how the epiphany that people always get about their lives, about things that they've always known. Living is a tough business, eh? It is a tough business. It's an art. But, you know, I wanted to ask you, because you say, you know, you must learn to live and live well and a happy life. How much, because people live to work mainly. But is there there a percentage that you can give us of how much time uh, to spend living and how, how much of that time is work? So if you had to divide your day, it's 24 hours, you're sleeping for eight, hopefully, and you work for, for eight, would you say that the rest of the eight, the, the, the extra eight should be for full living? It's, it's, you know, it's, it's interesting that sometimes you think, um, you know, the 80-20 rule, that, that you can do 20% of the things, but they fill up your life so much. So it's not really about time. It's actually finding the living in the work. If there are people who just work hard and they have to because of where they are. Mm-hmm. So it's also about trying to find the living in what you do if ah. you can't take time off, you ah. know? You can be better at relationships at work. You can look for people who are younger that you can be mentoring at work. That fills your life, you know? So it's about Finding creative ways of injecting life into your day-to-day living. And finding that some, some of the things that we do are, are a waste of time. You sit around and watch TV where you could be visiting others or you could be reading a book or you could be, you know, some people's lives are such so routine that they just need to shake things up. So it's about creative ways of finding life in the actual day-to-day life that you are living whilst you're working on changing. Wow. Thank you so much for your time. I've got a feeling that you've got so many other um, things to share with us. And, and maybe as the year goes along, we look at how we're doing. When we do that review of our results, maybe we invite you again to come and help us through. But people oh, can find you on your on your launch pad coaching.co.za, is that it? Yes, launching uh, on, on the web, launchpadcoaching.co.za. On Facebook, it's Launchpad Business and Personal Development Consultants. And on Twitter, it's BusiCWe underscore one. And my number is 0836576. I don't like, I don't like people giving numbers because you never know who, who may call. But, but, but yeah, we'll find you on the web on launchpadcoaching.co.za. Thank you so much for your time once more. Thank you very much. Thank you. You take care now. Um, that's Busisi with Satchwayo, um, transformational coach and all other things that she's good at. But you'll find them on launchpadcoaching.co.za. It's time now for news headlines with Fe Utile Sako. Otherwise, with Shadow Twala, see the world from a woman's point of view. Well, somebody who is at the cricket game, Natalie Jamana says the rain 
uh, made a difference at all? Well, we haven't had any rain today, fortunately. The clouds are building up and it's a little bit overcast, but nothing to worry about as of yet. It looks like they're building up to maybe a possible late afternoon thunder shower. We haven't had any rain today. We had a little bit yesterday, so we had to have an extended session this morning, a two and a half hour session, which saw South Africa go from 42 for one at the start and losing three wickets in that first session, that of Stephen Cook, A.B. de Villiers and J.P. Dominey. Stephen Cook in the end made 25 from 69 with four fours. That was when the scores on 49 he fell. Caught best off the bowling of James Anderson. A.B. de Villiers then LBW's James Anderson for naught from two. His third consecutive duck in three innings. J.P. Dermany caught by best off the bowling of Stokes for 29 from 64 with three fours and one six in the 42nd over with a score on 106 at the time. Now South Africa have moved up to 127 for four in the second session of day four. And currently at the crease is Temba Pavuma who is on 12. He's with Hashimamla who is on 53 at the moment. The lead for South Africa is stretched to 260. At lunch it was 254, so they've just had six runs to the total um, in this session, which is now about 20 minutes into it. Broad is into his 10th over. He's gone for 19 runs, but the wicket taker, James Anderson's taken three for 23 in 13 overs, while Ben Stokes has taken one for 21 in 13. Matthew Jamanis for SAFM Sport. 107.1, the home of SAFM in Seapoint. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Well, um, businesswoman extraordinaire Reva Foreman uh, is going to join us to give us some pearls of wisdom. And I remember whenever I, I think of Reva, I think of uh, uh, the building that stood out so much in Johannesburg. And I think it was in the early 90s when we saw her building on Jan Smuts Avenue in Parktown. And we, it, it, it was just such a beautiful uh, 16th century villa-like uh, uh, building that, that she, she had set up for, for her cosmetic company. And I, I really wanted to share some, some pearls with us about just really running a business from a woman's point of view and what sustained her and, and, and how all of it just came together and what she does because she, she was also a humanitarian activist for a while. I'm wondering if she still is. But we'll find out more from Reva as soon as she joins us in a minute. And just to let you know that uh, uh, founders of a shoe brand, Espadril, from Spain and SA have come together to, to produce this wonderful brand. And we'll be speaking with Rizka Isaacs and Patricia Terry in a few minutes that will join me on the phone. But first, hello, Reva Foreman, hello. Hello, Shoda. First of all, thank you so much for having me and my love to your listeners, and I'm just delighted to be with you. Listen, I've just been reminiscing about your beautiful, <laughs> your beautiful building. Yes. You know, and I heard your previous speaker, she said life is tough, she's right. But besides that, just one thing, unless you're passionate about mm. what you do, whether it's business or personal life, you're not going to withstand the tough times. I'm talking to you right now from my beautiful building, and God is good. I love it. Mm. But I must tell you, it was a beautiful building, one of the biggest dreams in my life that actually cost me one of my biggest setbacks. Really? Yes. And you were right. We bought the building in 92, 91 or 92, just prior to the real democratic South Africa, and as a motivational trainer and empowerment, I was thrilled with the new South Africa at last coming in, 
and I took a bond on the building mm-hmm. to build it. Mm-hmm. And everyone, leading business people, said to me, don't fix interest rates because they're going to go down in the new South Africa. Mm-hmm. I didn't shadow. Mm-hmm. And instead of going down, they went from 14% right up to 26%. And within five to six years, um, I had hardly any business left. We had done everything we could to stop the particular banker taking my business, my home, mm. and my building. I had signed with all three. And so by 2000, just to show you how your biggest goal and dream can turn into your greatest challenge, I lost the building. I lost nearly 2,000 consultants selling our wonderful brand, not their fault. We couldn't train or motivate. And from 2000 to 2004, I felt very sorry for myself. With the help of God, by 2004, a miracle and virtually no money, I bought my building back. Oh, wonderful. Fully lit with my own bank, wonderful bank, I'm not allowed to advertise, virtually giving me 100% bonds. Oh, wonderful. And I was then one of four tenants in my own building and able to build the Reva business again in a completely new way because I couldn't go back to 92 and recruit and train two to 3,000 wonderful South Africans, many of them disadvantaged South Africans during apartheid. We were a completely integrated company, and I've rebuilt the business. Again, may I say, I don't know if it's a woman's thing, a spiritual thing, or a human being, only with God's help to one of South Africa's growing e-commerce businesses. Now, I must congratulate your, your, your tenacity and, and your strength, you know, being able to reinvent yourself and, and do the right thing. But Reva, I said you were going to give us some, some, some words of wisdom yes. as women who are in business or who are starting out yes. or, or to, you know, what are the things that you, you would, um, you would say are the things that made you successful in the first place and you continue to be successful. If you could go through them in, in, in a short, you know, in, yes. in, can you tell us what they are? First of all, don't do anything if you don't passionately love what you do. I don't believe in just eight hours a day in business. I believe devoting your life, your business, your, your personal time, to being passionately in love with what you do. My greatest pleasure is equally to be at business or at home. So number one, if you're turned on by an idea, don't believe you can't do it. God would not have sent that idea into your head if you mm-hmm. didn't have the ability to achieve it. Mm-hmm. So just go for it. But you've got to be passionate. You've got to be committed. And commitment means when you face the tough times, and they'll be there. You do not give up, no matter what the world says to you, that you can't do it. You've got to have faith. But you know, to work, to work with, to, to create a business and, 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 and to be successful, you've got to work with people. Absolutely. Are people's skills, are people's skills top of mind and very important? Absolutely crucial. When I, as a motivational trainer during apartheid and, and doing empowerment training, people said to me, please give us a business of our own. 
I love to work with independent businessmen and women or commissioned agents, as it were. And when you decide to open your own business, be it within an organization like mine or be it as an independent entrepreneur, understand that you have to commit. You have to commit what finances you choose. You have to commit time. And above all, you've got to know that your future depends on other people buying into your dream so they too, through your dream, can achieve their dreams and their goals. Rio Foreman, thank you so much for joining us. It's been such a joy to talk to you, and we'll keep on knocking on your door for those pearls of wisdom. Please do, Chede, because every human being, and you know this, You've also been through the tough times to achieve where you are. Yes. You have it within you to achieve your dreams and your goals. You have the ability, irrespective, I know it's old hat today, of color, irrespective of education and irrespective of adversity. I want to just add one thing. At the height of apartheid, in 1981, the height of apartheid, Marina Maponya, the late Marina Maponya, was mm. Businesswoman of the Year. Mm. How did she do that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because she chose to say, I will not give up. Well, and she inspired me, and there are many others that inspired me not to give up when my challenge or adversity hit. So the most important thing is you are going to face the tough times. Decide when you start never to give up. Riva. And you will find a way through a seemingly difficult time to achieve what you truly want. Riva, thank you so much. I think you must come and reminisce with me and spend time in the studio. I'd love to. Thank, thank you, you so much for your time. Thank you. And all, all the best. You and the listeners. Thank you so much. And you'll find her at www.reva.com. She was also Businesswoman of the Year in 1983. When we come back, talking espadrille. It's for the number one fan of the Proteas. It's day one. The Proteas take on England in the fourth test on Friday, 22nd January at 10 a.m. Find it live on SABC3 and listen live on Radio 2000. Brought to you by SABC Sports. I'm addicted to cricket. I think it is. It is the most beautiful country. And I think rather than all of us upping and leaving and running away, Let's rather fight. Let's stay here. Let's protect our country. Let's make the change that we need to make. Jess Foote became a heroine to many South Africans when following her traumatic gang rape by four men in 2008, she showed courage and selflessness by establishing the Jess Foote Foundation. Find the story of Jess and many other South African icons of tomorrow on 21 Icons, Sundays at 7.27 p.m. Find it on SABC3. Ah, they're taking the decision upstairs, John. This is going to be a close call. The home side with everything to play for here. Have they done enough? One decision can change it all. The right call can transform opportunity into measurable results. Make the right call for your business. Partner with the CASA today. You imagine a chartered accountant? We see a business decision maker equipped to inspire future business results. Find a responsible business leader at findacasa.co.za. Shadow Twala on SAFM. Uh, Isaacs, is it Riska? Yes. Okay, Isaacs and Patricia. Terry? Yes. Wonderful. You two ladies, firstly, I, I, I want to hit you because I, I saw these beautiful things that you make. Uh, this Thank wonderful you. brand called Aspadril. 
and you know getting a hand on them <laughs> is a bit of a difficult one and you were in I want you to take off the shoe alright and let's put it on the table which is superstitiously if you're superstitious yeah, then kind of let's not do that but don't put it on the table because I just want to okay. see the workmanship okay. while you tell the stories uh, how did you come about putting Spain and South Africa together to create this wonderful item called Espadro well um Riska and myself were working together for a long time, and uh, one day we were working with um, high-end brands, European high-end brands. And one day we were looking at a... Because where did I see you, Riska? Were you with Louis? No? We met, I think we met in that actual store, and we also met once we were doing, you were being interviewed with Carol Bahawal. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, my one doesn't have a, the leather inner sole, which normally comes in. Is it a leather I, inner sole? There is a leather inner sole, my one doesn't have it. Are these handmade? Yes. They are totally handmade. The sole is imported from Spain. Um, these soles are originated in Spain. The espadrille. Espadrille is a shoe that originates in Spain. Yes. So it, there is, it's a, the, the way the sole is done is a process that has been happening for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. It hasn't changed. And uh, so this has to come from Spain. There are a so lot of old versions in the world. Do you import the base from Spain? Yes. yes. And also, as it stands now, globally, 80% of the of the espadrilles are made in China or in Bangladesh, and these ones are still authentic. They're still from Spain, handmade in Spain. Well, I wonder, uh, the reason I've invited you, because I'm excited at the fact that you may create lots of jobs for people, mm-hmm. also, but, um, and, and bringing the espadrille to South Africa means that then we, we can be playful and add a bit of a unique Africanness. Definitely, and definitely. that's the essence of our business is that we've taken this Mediterranean classic and we're adding an African twist. So once the souls get here, they're then handmade in our um, production, and we've had interesting collaborations. With so African the souls come here as a raw yes. Yes. material. Just the soul, just this part over here. Everything else is made here. So, so it's stitched and everything, but by the time it gets here. No, just so imagine my shoe is orange. Mm-hmm. Just imagine without the orange, without the back, mm-hmm. without this. It's just the sole. It's just the base. Okay. It's just the base. So the base is then. This is jute. It's a jute plant, and it's um. It's basically if you can imagine this and then is like a very very long um <laughs> braid. Yeah. Which is being rolled and put together with mm-hmm. the shape of a sole. Okay, okay. And that's what makes it so strong. And the different in, in different sizes are taken. In different sizes. So the fabric for the top of the espadrille is South African. Yes, we use South African fabric, we use South African leather. We do use sometimes Spanish fabric, mm-hmm. especially made for espadrilles. Mm-hmm. And um, and we also and do collaborations with South African designers, so the South African prints. We just did a collaboration with a very famous um, jewelry designer called Petulik. Okay. Uh, if you know, and also with another girl called Handmade by Me. So they are very African aspects. Handmade by Me. Yeah. So w- what does the back, is, is this product also the back of the shoe? Is it South African? The back or? of the shoe. So basically the shoe that we make, there is a lot of uh, styles of espadrilles. The, the style that we we specifically make is called Valenciana. It comes from the region of Valencia. Valenciana. And it's, I want to um, go to Spain right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yes, it comes from Valencia. It's basically the one that you wrap around your ankle. So mm-hmm. all our shoes you wrap around the ankle. Mm-hmm. And the, so this part, we, it's imported from Spain. Okay. This part. But In this specific shoe, we yeah. also have leather bags. We have leather, leather which, which is South African. Yes. yes. But what, what do we understand about the history of the espadrille? Because, I mean, it's, it's been worn by Spanish women 
forever, and not even women, men as Yes, yes, it was actually, uh, when it started, it was uh, unisex shoe. Yes. So it started, uh, what we know is that the origin of the shoes is in the Pyrenees Mountains. Mm-hmm. So French people claim that the Espadils are French, and Spanish people claim that the <laughs> Espadils are Spanish. We're going to start a war. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so they were used there, they, they, they walk in the mountains, yeah. they were they were um, used in the army at the time, mm. and by the priests, and so they've got a very long history. Um, so what happened, there was there's a Spanish uh, brand called Castaner, it's a very well-known brand, and in the 1960s, they went, there were two brothers, they went for a, a fashion fair in Paris, and they met Yves Saint Laurent. Ah, Yves Saint Laurent, the rest is history. Yes, <laughs> the rest is history. Yves Saint Laurent asked them to make a wedge one, so mm. a, a heel one, and then that's the whole world knew. Okay, so you're going to create jobs because I, I think you are doing that already, which is my excitement. Where, where, what are the plans for for the company? I mean, we've had a very busy year. Just over a year ago, we started selling the shoes from our bed, and we've just recently <laughs> opened our store in B Street. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've also had a baby. Patricia's pregnant. She's been married this year, so we've had a very, very busy year. Um, but we've got great plans. We want to open up stores um, nationwide Around the country, and, also, yeah, mm-hmm. and also up into Africa. Um, so we s- and we've done lots of collaborations. So we see a lot of potential for the brand. We currently employ three people already because the whole process is handmade. So it mm-hmm. takes us 40 minutes to make one shoe. It's an artisan product. A lot 40 of minutes to make one shoe. Yeah. Yes. Can I come and learn? To make my own, you can try. Yeah, it. So I can make my own. <laughs> in fact, you can come to our store and you can you can custom make a piece. So you can choose your upper, you can choose your back, you can choose your ah, and you yeah. can come back. That's what people love a lot about. And the prints and, 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 and yes. what, what can go on the shoe. And you can mix the leather and the... And the yes. And the, oh, my goodness. So you choose the sole, the different soles, mm-hmm. and you choose the upper, and uh, we mix all everything for you. I'm very excited to see this project because I think it's, it's just so so simple, and yet it's something that's practical that every woman will want. And the, the fact of a, um, an African espadrille, I, I, I never thought of. So congratulations to both of you. Thank you very much. Congratulations on being moms as well. Thank you very much. And finding time to do what you want, which is really how we love it. So is your website up and running? I don't think so. At the moment, it's under construction because we're just busy with a bit of a rebrand, but Mm -hmm. it should be up and running in the next few weeks or so. But we are taking orders via email, and you can come to our store at 100 B Street. We also are at the Biscuit Mill. uh, So give us your email. So our email is info. Info at espadril. At espadril.co.com. How did I know? <laughs> espadril is but D-R-I-L-L. No. Oh, so so basically the generic name for these shoes are espadrils. Mm-hmm. Our brand, which it's is espadril. our brand, espadril. Mm. Espadril. So it's at the end of the word is the R-I-L. R-I-L. Yes. Okay. And Fantastic. you can also find us at the Biscuit Mill every Saturday. Are you are you on Facebook? We're not on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We have an Instagram ah, account, Lani, which we find very uh, <laughs> very easy and we like a lot to use. And it's Espadril Spain. Espadril Spain. Espadril Spain. Lovely. You've got beautiful eyes. Thank you. I thought you were wearing contacts. No. Oh my goodness! Like you know, it's, it's every it's time it's I look at her, yeah. Every, everywhere we go, she gets she gets get told about the eyes. Yeah, you. you better ensure them. <laughs> thank you so much for coming in, and thank, thank you, you for, for this is exciting, you. and I wish you all the best. Thank I you always love much. women who are doing great things, so thank, thank you so much. Thank and, you very and much. Hopefully, we'll 
we'll come and create our own shoes. Yes, at, please. At your yes. store, yeah. Please, please. Okay. Take care. There, there's uh, there's uh, their email, email info at if you're not in Cape Town and you may want to have an interesting twist on an es- espadrille. It is now time for our children's program.